Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast where we dig into the truth and information. My name is Zoe Sands and I'm your host. And joined with me today is Phil Lewis, Senior Director of Global Strategic Partnerships Alliances. Phil has been working in the IT sector for over 29 years. He joined Veritas last September to manage the technical engagement with our GSI organisation. Before joining Veritas, he spent 20 years at HPE. And today we're going to talk about digital transformation, a journey to escape oblivion. And this is following on from his recent blog on the same topic. Hello, Phil, and welcome to your first Voice of Veritas podcast. How are you? I'm great, thanks, Zoe. Great to be here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's brilliant to have you here. So, Phil, for the purposes of this podcast, what do you mean by digital transformation? Well, that's a, that's a great question to start with, Zoe. Um, thank you. Uh, uh, there are probably many different definitions out there, but I think for the sake of this podcast, you know, let's agree that when we talk about digital transformation, we're talking about our enterprise customers taking their current manual business processes and, and automating them going forwards. So using technology to automate those processes, and that will then generate huge amounts of data that can be collected and utilized for many other new purposes that they hadn't previously thought of. So an example of this would be for uh, IoT being used in supply chains, so companies understanding exactly where all their their, uh, raw manufactured goods are coming from, going through their manufacturing processes, and how those goods are then being transported to their customers. That's going to generate a huge amount of data. Um, Another example closer to home may be, for, for many people listening to this, will be their manually driven cars today. Uh, in the future being turned into autonomous uh, self-driving cars, and that will generate huge amounts of data for car manufacturers. So hopefully we can agree that you know, that, that is a, a, a reasonable definition for digital transformation uh, in our enterprise customers. Yeah, great um, definition there. I also want to refer back to your blog. Um, in the Digital Transformation blog, you quoted a quote from 2015. And the quote uh, said, at the current rate of churn, 75% of today's S&P 500 companies will be replaced by 2027. So in 12 short years, 375 of those US top 500 companies will likely not exist. Why is that? And is that related to technology advancements? Yeah, fantastic quote, isn't it? And, and uh, it, it really hits you between the eyes when you look at that rate of, ch- of change. That, ch- that churn has been accelerating over the last 40, 50 years. So th- you know, this quote is based on current churn rate in terms of the, uh, the S&P 500. And yes, I think you're right. A lot of it is down to technology. You know, uh, It's got to be part of the picture here. Um, our customers are struggling with the rate of change in IT at the moment. There is so much going on in the market. You know, we clearly, at this, at, this, at this moment in time, can't see more than 12 months in front of us as to what's happening in the IT market. And so that, that rate of change is accelerating. And we have competitors uh, for businesses springing up everywhere, either as startups, uh, where new startups are coming into the market, and they are eating traditional companies' lunch in terms of the technology that they're using and are able to automate those processes quicker. 
you know, Uber is a classic example of that um, in terms of what that's done to the, 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 uh, the, the taxi industry, for example. Um, or we have companies that are um, uh, moving in new markets that they haven't been in before. Um, so a classic example of this would be Amazon. Uh, you know, started out as a you know a, a book company, um, obviously uh, selling books online, uh, which was great to start with. But now clearly they've moved into cloud services with AWS, and nobody predicted that uh, 20 years ago. I uh, look at the churn at the moment in the retail segment in particular. You know, massive change happening there. You know, hardly a week goes by without us discovering that established names on the high street. Uh, are struggling and, uh, you know, companies going into administration that have been household names uh, for a very long time indeed. Uh, the entertainment segment is another area that's changed dramatically. Look at the way in which we, we consume music these days. Um, you know, I, I can't remember the last time. I certainly haven't bought a CD for, for many years. Um, and, and I don't even buy music anymore. I stream everything on, you know, on my Tidal subscription. Um, and, and last week I heard a story that uh, Blockbuster, the, the video rental firm, are, are down to only one store left in the world. You know, who'd have thought that 30 years ago when they were a massive global presence? Um, so it's amazing how companies have failed to adapt and change and have actually stagnated because of that. So you mentioned a few of those successful companies that have embraced technology and given them an advantage, and some of those you've already mentioned, but there are others like Facebook, Twitter, um, WeChat, Alibaba, Boho, ASOS, you know, the Airbnbs of this world that have all seen an opportunity um, to deliver business online. So what's different about these businesses apart from the use of technology as a channel, and um, how are they using data? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good question, Zoe. So I, I think the first thing to say is actually they see data as a commodity. They see the value in data and something that perhaps could be sold or bought between third parties. Um, I've often heard quoted, actually, that, that many people say data is the new oil. I kind of disagree with that a little bit, to be honest with you. I, I see data as the new water. You know, it's something that's freely and ready available. Uh, we just need to collect it and then, and then turn that into a utility. And I think that's ultimately where data is going in the future. Um, so uh, where did this start? For me, I think this started with Facebook when they IPO'd in 2011. Uh, you know, you look at the share price then of when, you know, I can't remember the exact price as to what was quoted when Facebook IPO'd. But I do recall the value in that share price uh, being influenced by recognition that there was value in the data they held. And I think it was the first launch, and I think that uh, where that happened, and, and a lot of you know, CFOs and boards at that point went, oh, hang on a minute, there's value in data. Let's, you know, let's think about that and wonder how we can use the data we hold to actually impact you know, our share price. So uh, I, th I think that, that you know, th that's a really you know, interesting starting point for this discussion you know, from 2011 with Facebook. Uh, if, if I can use a, you know, a much simpler uh, example, perhaps. I don't know, Zoe, as to whether you know Shazam. 
Yes, I do, yep. Okay, so for those listeners who maybe don't know Shazam, uh, this is a very simple app that you can download onto your phone. And it's, a, uh, it's an app that you turn on when you're in a, you're a cafe, a restaurant, an airport. You hear a piece of music in the background and you go, oh, I really like that track. Who's it by? And, and basically the app within 20 seconds of being turned on will tell you who the artist is, the title of the song, and give you a link to then down, buy and download that piece of music or album that it's from. Uh, and actually the, you know, the way that Shazam made revenue initially was they would get a cut of that purchase price. So that was an interesting business model. They were a customer of mine from old and uh, what I, uh, you know, what, when, I, when I was talk, finding out about this new customer of mine uh, f- from many moons ago, I didn't realize they were a UK-based company. And they have been going since 2003 with a single app, this very simple si- single app. And in the first 15 years of their existence, they didn't make a profit. But what's interesting now is that they collected huge amounts of data that they are now selling to thousands of radio stations across the globe. So they've taken that app, collected the data, and sold that data. Yeah, it's a great example. And I, I use uh, Shazam um, when I'm out and about and um, you know when I hear music in my car. So you mentioned also that uh, data is a commodity. Um, you know, it's, a, it's the lifeblood for a lot of organizations. How can traditional businesses learn from some of these online organisations and digitise their business and stop stagnating and utilise data a little bit better? Mm-hmm. So, in my view, I think they've, they've got to simplify their core IT infrastructure to begin with. And that's something that we can help with clearly within Veritas. Um, they, they've got to free up resources from their, their core IT infrastructure and then invest at the edge um, and they've got to look at how they're going to collect all of this data and, and look at uh, what they need to do to actually then get business insight out of that data. What's interesting for, for businesses, they need to realize that the IT design process is completely the other way around when collecting big data like this. So in the past, with traditional applications like SAP, Oracle, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, we chose, or the customers chose the application first, then they chose the operating system, and then the server platform, and then the storage and the network underneath that, and then they collected the data. This way around, the data comes first, actually. And once they've collected that data, what they will then do is work out what they can do with it. Yeah, so they may go, right, we've got all of this data from our customers, and we can use that data maybe for some marketing activities. Yeah. They can use that data to help them with the next iteration of their product design. They can use that data to be bought or sold between third parties. So I, you know, I think that's, that's some of the things that companies need to think about in terms of innovating at the edge. So what I take from that, that there are opportunities to transform products, services, um, implement new technologies with the use of data. Mm-hmm. But according to Gartner, 85% of all big data projects designed to help businesses transform and digitalize their, their businesses fail. In your opinion, why is that? 
Yeah, when the analysts have looked at this and looked at the reasons why there's such a high failure rate, and again, that's an amazing stat, 85% of all big data projects fail. Uh, the, the reason for that is, unfortunately, companies simply haven't planned well enough in advance. They haven't decided in advance as to what they're going to achieve from a business experience out of doing the transformation exercise. They haven't understood, actually, uh, what they have to begin with. You know, I'm a, I'm a geographer at heart, and I believe that if you're going to go on a journey, you absolutely need to understand where you're starting from and what your endpoint is, and then you work out how you're going to get there. And, you know, again, this is where Veritas can really help, simply by helping customers understand what hardware they've got, what applications they have installed, uh, and obviously what their data is. And maybe we can simplify that before they even start on the journey. So we can unload some of that baggage from them to make their journey simpler going forwards. And actually, that's where the acquisition of Aptar uh, that we announced in the last couple of weeks can really help us because they're fantastic at collecting analytics and doing analysis on that data around uh, what that starting point looks like. Okay. Um, so it's all all very good stuff, this is. So how can you successfully implement digital transformation with, within an organisation? Um, yeah, <laughs> very good very good question. Uh, we talked about the planning, yeah? So, you know, I think there's five simple steps here that, that most businesses need to go through. Um, as I mentioned, we need to understand what, what, what they have today. You know, what can be digitalised? So what processes, not only where are they starting from, from an IT infrastructure perspective, but what manual processes can be digitised? And then use all of that information to help them build a proper business plan before they even start. And again, you know, our GSI partnerships can certainly help with that, with their consultative engagements. Um, once they've, they've understood all the areas uh, where that can be digitized and the data they can collect from that, they need to choose areas where they're going to get the biggest return. Yeah? So from a business perspective, what's going to give them the biggest ROI? Um, I've talked about investing resources. We need to simplify the core so that they can innovate at the edge. So you know, I, I think that's, that's something that we need to do. We need to unload that baggage. Um, and then before they embark on a full-blown transformation, I would start with a, a small proof of business to, to, to prove to the board that this is a worthwhile investment and it, you know, land and expand from there. And then finally, look at the data that's been collected, uh, look at the richness of that data, and put your heads together and determine how that data could be best used in developing new areas and new lines of business for the company to expand into. Okay, great, Phil. So final question for you. Um, how can Veritas help organisations on their digital transformation journey? Uh, yeah, I think I pointed to a few of those things in my answers uh, on the podcast here uh, today, Zoe. Um, you know, I, as you mentioned at the start, I've only been with Veritas now for six months. Um, you know, and, and I think my simple to answer answer to that is is we need to ensure we're selling the whole portfolio that Veritas has up front to our customers. Um, I this morning I, I I I was with one of our large GSI partners. 
uh, here in Reading, and uh, and they were talking to me about, you know, Phil, we're, we're great at selling net backup. We've got many of our customers selling net backup. But as we go into FY20, we want to start selling the whole portfolio of Veritas. We understand the richness that you bring to our customers. And, and you, know, we want, you know, we certainly want to leverage that portfolio to expand into new areas and to help our customers with their digital transformation strategies. So you know, uh, that was great to hear that, that you know, just this morning from, from one of our large GSI partners. Um, we, you know, we absolutely need to make our customers aware of all the products that we can sell to them to help them on their digital transformation journey. Aptar, as I mentioned, is a great acquisition in my view in helping us sell you know, our vision and our strategy. Um, you know, many customers have said to me on many occasions in the past, Phil, you know, we're, it's all very well talking about data management, but actually we don't even know where all of our storage arrays are, where all our devices are today. Uh, you know, there's so much sprawl been happening in our IT data centers, we don't know where all of our physical uh, uh, arrays sit, and the problem with that is then we simply don't know what data is on those arrays. Aptar can certainly help with that going forwards as well. So we need to show the customer that we can take them on a journey, uh, obtain their trust, and help them reduce their cost of storage, their total cost of storage, which will allow them then to invest in those new business areas on the edge. Um, and at the same time, uh, obviously, we will continue to help them reduce risk in their business. That's great. Thank you, Phil, for sharing further details and thoughts on digital transformation. That's all from this episode. More details on this topic can be found in Phil's blog on Vox, which is vox.veritas.com. You've been listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music and Spotify and keep up to date on the latest recordings. And don't forget to visit veritas.com for the details of our latest solution offerings. Thank you and goodbye.